Hurricane Ian expected to make landfall on Florida, approaching Category 5 status. Let's talk about the impact of weather on the economy and also an ETF with ways to trade and invest on recovery. Joining us, Andrew Chanin is the CEO and co-founder at Procure AM, home of the FEMA ETF. Welcome back, Andrew. Thanks for having me. Okay, so tell us about what you're seeing in the story of uh, this particular uh, weather threat that we've got right now, and also if it's uh, showing up anywhere in, in markets, in the economy just yet, any idea what to expect? Sure. So we're looking at right now what looks to be a Category 4 hurricane. And for the specific region of Florida, potentially the most damaging hurricane in over a century. So this is something that is certainly an outlier, but people need to start looking at natural disasters more similarly to areas like cybersecurity, where there are things that you can do. You know that you'll be affected at some point, and it could cost a lot to recover from these. So we need to start preparing just like we would for other types of emergencies. And natural disasters are something that have been here for years and something that doesn't seem to be going away and actually seems to be getting worse and worse year over year. Now, uh, thinking about uh, the, the modern response, does that mean that there is a, a very tech um, different type of response than maybe a, a decade or two ago? Or, you know, is it still generally as kind of we're looking at the more physical industrial shovels and construction? What does that breakdown look like in the typical response today? Yeah, you know, there is a bigger mix and a lot has been put towards prevention. So you look at some of your large industrial engineering construction consulting firms, and they're being called in before storms or even showing up on the radar. And you know, places like Florida are saying, we're at high risk to storms, floods, storm surges, um, you know, water levels rising. How do we protect, how do we harden our infrastructure against that? So a lot of new development that you're seeing are taking these various risks into precaution. But then technology has enabled us to do things like better monitoring, better traction, better detection, better early warning, and then also helping in the response system. So we have a company like Oshkosh that's not only working on emergency vehicles, but trying to electrify them. And that's something that they're trying to do for fire trucks and something that they're looking to hopefully have in every fire station across America in the future. That's helping us with wildfires. So there are many different aspects of natural disasters and many ways that we can either try to prevent or help us rebuild. But technology is absolutely enabling us in ways that they haven't before in recovery. And that's one of the reasons that actually, despite the, the disasters being worse and causing more financial damage, Damage, the cost of lives and fatalities has actually decreased over time. So what's the investment strategy with FEMA? It's come under pressure since its launch. Uh, obviously, the market hasn't been in great shape either, but some of these companies have gotten hit a little bit harder. Is that just because they have a, 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 an industrial kind of tilt and we're worried about uh, the economy? Or is uh, this something, do you expect this uh, group of stocks to uh, trade based on uh, weather. I mean, is it going to be that kind of cause and effect, or is this just generally, here's a basket of companies that over time, if uh, these events happen more often, their products and services are going to be in more demand? Let's take a step back. So over the last 42 years, the cost of natural disasters has been roughly $2.2 trillion. Now, the U.S. Uh, White House came out in April saying that they believe that the cost to the federal budget alone 
from natural disasters by the end of this century could reach roughly $2 trillion per year. And that's just in the U.S. alone. That doesn't factor in what companies are going to have to spend, what individuals are going to do, like buying generators or going to Home Depot to repair their home. It doesn't even take into account what foreign governments foreign companies and foreign individuals will do to prepare and recover from these natural disasters. That $2 trillion per year number is staggering. Yes, that's looking out towards the end of the century, but the UN predicts that by the end of this decade, that we will see roughly one and a half major natural disaster events per day. And the way that they define major natural disaster events are disasters causing over $1 billion in damages. So we're looking at a major potential increase to this area. And we need these companies to help aid in recovery, as well as what they can do to prevent it to minimize the cost of the damage down the road. So this is becoming an extremely critical area of the economy and one that many people don't have much exposure to. And the uh, uh, rebalance rate and the cost, what's the details of the fund? Yeah, so we reconstitute the portfolio um, every year. So, you know, potentially expect to see new names come in and old names removed. Um, that comes up in March. Uh, the fund charges 75 basis points before fees and expenses, uh, and it tracks the Vetify Natural Disaster Recovery and Mitigation Index. This is the first ETF to license um, a Vetify, a newly created Vetify index. And it's something that covers over 60 publicly traded companies from around the world, specializing in all the different various areas of natural disasters. Got it. Okay. Uh, Andrew, thanks uh, for the walkthrough again. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Andrew Channon, co founder and CEO at Procure AM, FEMA, the ticker.